Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today. <clears throat> Excuse me. And uh, hope you slept well. Good morning, Miss Patricia. And uh, I, uh, I know today is um, a very somber day and one of reflection and remembrance. I know that uh, a lot of people uh, genuinely like to uh, express on social media as to where they were at and what they were doing on the events of 9 11. And uh, uh, we may get into that here in just a few minutes. But, uh, but either way, uh, despite what uh, this day holds, let's make sure that we're using this day to glorify the Lord, praising God that we live in the most wonderful country in the world, and uh, praise God for His mercy and His grace. And uh, I hope today will find you well, and I hope that everybody has a blessed and wonderful weekend, and uh, I hope that uh, today's uh, devotion will offer uh, some insight and encouragement as you're going out and about your day. So, uh, good morning, Ed. So, uh, <clears throat> I think that um, of all the days that we do the Pledge of Allegiance, I think that uh, today, uh, of all days, we need to do that. And uh, uh, it's so sad that so many have forgotten what has happened, what happened on 9-11. And uh, it's so sad we see the anarchy and the chaos we see in our country. It's sad the lack of patriotism and understanding what our country and country stands for. Uh, nauseating uh, that the NFL chooses to uh, play the black national anthem as opposed to the Star Spangled Banner. Uh, cowards in Texas, was it the Dallas Cowboys, uh, the Texas, that uh, uh, cowards refused to even come out on the field. Uh, and uh, so it's just, uh, uh, it's sad, uh, the lack of leadership, the lack of men in this country. Praise God for our president. Uh, without him, who's holding back this wall of socialism and communism, uh, I can only imagine how much worse it could possibly be if it wasn't for him. He's not perfect. But you know what? Um, he's fighting for Christians. He's fighting for this country. And uh, heaven help us if um, he's not reelected. And uh, uh, it just, um, uh, it, what we're seeing is unfolding before us are events that have to transpire before the Lord returns. But, uh, but my friends, let us uh, get back to that feeling of patriotism that, uh, that we once had. And praise God for the country in which we live. Let us stand at this time and let us say the Pledge of Allegiance. <clears throat> Attention, salute, pledge. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Let's not forget the, the men and women who have died for, for us to have the freedoms that we hold dear, uh, the blood that was shed, those who uh, walk around with visible injuries uh, because they wanted to keep us safe. You know, we uh, often hear, uh, particularly this time of year, 9-11, uh, to never forget 
sadly, apparently, uh, a lot of Americans have forgotten. I mean, you have to look no further than the uh, what they refer to as the squad in Washington, D.C., and the Muslims who were elected into office. Uh, remember, Islam is a very filthy, dirty, vile religion. It's known as the religion of the sword for a reason. And, uh, you know, they, they talk about uh, radical Islamists. It's not so much that they are radical. They're just uh, uh, acting on the principles that the Quran is teaching. You know, this is not a peaceful religion. It's a religion that was uh, uh, moved by force uh, as opposed to Christianity uh, that was, uh, uh, was spread by word of mouth. And, um, you know, so that the fact that they put in these uh, Muslims into office, and not only once, but re-elected, uh, proves to me uh, the lack of uh, remembrance of what this day holds. You know, I remember uh, 9-11 uh, distinctly. In fact, uh, me and Brandy, uh, uh, we were, um, uh, had been married long and I was out looking for work and I remember sitting there at the interview and he had the radio on he was like hold on a second and uh, I didn't know what was going on and uh, it was like a movie it didn't, it didn't seem real you know and so I got in the car rushed home make sure she was okay and uh, just uh, it's, it still seems unreal and, and it really angers me when you see the, the lunacy and the conspiratorial nut jobs out there who try to say that uh, this was all staged and pre-planned and just uh, that, that, that the buildings were, were blown up from within. I just I get so angry uh, because to me that is disrespectful to all the men and women who died uh, in this tragic event. Let us look at uh, Isaiah 55 verse 9 if we will, if we may rather. Isaiah 55, 9. Oh, well, I guess it might help if I got it up here. We all can read it. Hold on here. Isaiah 55, 9. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. All right. Let's just reading the hearing of it to our hearts. <clears throat> as I was saying, uh, you know, uh, the tragedy uh, of the events that transpired, uh, there was uh, uh, those who, when the tower, when the first plane hit, and then you see the second plane hit. Still, it's, it's like it's like watching a a, a movie, and you see it was a 2,549 people that died. Uh, you had Flight 93, uh, Todd Beamer, uh, you know, his infamous, uh, or his, his, actually his famous words of. Uh, Let's roll. Who took down the terrorist? Who knows where that plane was headed? Washington D.C. I don't know. You know who knows where it was headed? Uh, they how they gave their lives. They knew they were going to die anyway, and they gave their lives and, and crashed that plane so that uh, others could live. Uh, you know, you hear all these great stories that, of hero, heroism uh, in the wake of all these these tragedies uh, that, that had happened on 9/11. Interesting though, uh, that is not the first. Uh, terroristic uh, event that happened in our country on 9-11. Uh, in 9-11, on September 11th, 1857, uh, the Mountain Meadows Massacre. Now, if you bring this up to a Mormon, they will throw one and a heck of a hissy fit. Uh, remember my dad, these Mormons uh, were aggravating him and he brought that up and the guy was wanting to fight him, you know. Uh, but what had happened, they were going to replace uh, Robert Young, uh, the, uh, the president, were going to replace him as governor. And uh, they, John Lee 
threw up the white flag uh, under the guise of peace. And uh, next thing you know, uh, soldiers being escorted by Mormon soldiers. They massacred the men. They, uh, ma they slaughtered women. They slaughtered children uh, in order to preserve the cult of Mormonism. All right, You can look it up. Mountain Meadows Massacre. And uh, because Mormonism, despite what others will tell you, is not, they are not Christians. Uh, they have been brainwashed to believe so, but they are a pure and total cult. Uh, Joseph Smith, their founder, uh, was murdered previous, before the massacre, uh, a, few, a year or two before that, was kicked out of New York for plagiarism. Uh, plagiarized Psalms and Proverbs. Uh, they've never found these supposed golden seals. And uh, it just... It's erroneous. You look into it, and anybody with half a brain can see hey, this is this is bogus. And the fact that so many have been brainwashed into this cult, along with Jehovah's Witness, uh, is nauseating. So it's not even the so 9/11 uh, as an infamous date predating that of 2001. And um, but here's the thing, you know, even though despite the the tragedy uh, that we witnessed, some would say, "Where is God?" You know, very interesting. Where is God? You see that uh, come out a lot of times in, in tragedies and, and uh, horrible situations. Where is God? God is where he's always been. And God is not responsible for the actions of evil men. All right, Keep that in mind. We look at, um, uh, you know, could God have prevented it? Yes, God is God Almighty. Why do we have pain? Why do we have suffering? Why do we God allow these things? Why did God... Put, create Adam and Eve knowing that they were going to sin. You know, there are certain questions we may not be able to understand on this side of heaven. One day we'll have an understanding as to why, but we are created to bring glory to God. And the fact that he gave us free will uh, it also allows the, the ability for evil to exist. And we can't uh, uh, blame God for the acts of evil that, that transpires. You know, the Satan, the God of this world, uh, he uh, has infected, you know, that, that sin infection that we all have when we are born. And it is only through God that he holds back as much evil as he does. Things could be a whole lot worse, but I think, praise God, that his grace and his mercy is sufficient that he holds back things to, and, and that it could, you know, that, is, that they are not as bad as they could be. You know, you look at Romans 8, 28. And we see that all things work together for good to those that love God. Now, you may say, well, how in the world could you quote a verse like that uh, in, in the wake uh, of the events that had transpired on 9-11-2001? You look at uh, the incredible stories of survival, uh, those who were trapped in stairwells who lived, those who were put in impossible situations who lived, those whose lives were changed and turned to God as a result of what happened uh, in this situation. Look at the Sunday or the Sundays uh, uh, post 9-11. Uh, the churches were filled. Uh, people were filled with a sense of patriotism. Uh, they wanted to fight. They wanted to defend our country. And they become united. It's so sad to see that uh, all those who are united are now divided. And it's sad to see the division that our country is experiencing now. But you see what happened then, and you see uh, the, the, some of the positive outcomes. Yes, it's tragic. The loss of life is tragic. But, you know, we can look at a couple of verses here. Uh, you, if you get a chance, if you look at uh, Luke 21, uh, 9 through 18, of course, I'm not going to read uh, all of that. But, you know, it's not that my point in reading this or, one, or the encouragement for you to read it uh, is the fact that... Um, uh, we're seeing that 9/11 was not a one-time event. We're going to see uh, before you know if, the, if if Jesus tarries, 
before he raptures out of here, we're going to see more chaos. And we're seeing that now within our own country and the division. But um, uh, I'll read a couple of verses here. But I'm not going to read, if you get a chance to read all of, read from 9 through 18. But, um, but it says, But when ye shall hear of wars and commotions, be not terrified for these things, must first come to pass. But the end is not by and by. Then he said to them, Nation shall rise against nation, a kingdom against a kingdom, great earthquakes, divers places, pestilence, uh, all these great signs. Uh, but, you know, here's the thing, though, in verse 18, but there shall not a hair of your head perish. God's going to be in control. He's going to take care of all these different situations that we uh, have to uh, uh, come across. Uh, there's another verse here um, that I was wanting to look at um, in Romans 8. It's not Romans 8.28. We just read that. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. I'm trying to think here which one I was wanting to read here. Um, yeah, you know, if you, for those of us, I'm going to look at verses 38 and 39. And uh, here's the great thing. That no matter what we, we face as Christians, we should be the bravest, we should be the strongest, and we should, uh, <clears throat> and the reason why I say that, <clears throat> excuse me, is that um, it's not that we, we run in, uh, <clears throat> we, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm sorry, we're running into deadly situations or jumping off of buildings and, and act like, oh, we shouldn't be afraid. No, you know, we're going to have a certain amount of uh, anxiety and, and fears and such, but when we're seeing all these things take place, we don't have to have fear in the sense that we know that God is there with us, the victory is ours, and we have nothing to fear. Remember what 2 Timothy 1.7 says, For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and a sound mind. And we see here in verse 38 and 39 of Romans 8, all right? Well, let's go ahead and read 37. Nay, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Nothing can separate us from our God. All right? So praise God that we have nothing to fear. When we see all these things uh, imploding, whether it's 9-11, whether it's uh, the, the the riots in uh, in Portland, this you see them burning Bibles. Kind of one of the things I was talking about this past Sunday, and I, I Lord willing, plan on following up on this this uh, coming Sunday. Burning of Bibles, attacking Christians. Uh, you know, we're, these the things of this nation, uh, sadly, are going to get worse before they get better. And that's why I say, God help us if President Trump is not reelected. And I'm not telling you to vote for us; between you and God. But I think that it's just, the the uh, no election has been more clear to me who to vote for. You've got one who is for America, and you've got one who's against it. So you decide. Uh, but uh, you may not like what I have to say, and uh, you know a lot of people get mad when I get political. To me, it's beyond politics in the essence that um, uh, this is a battle between good and evil. You know, this is beyond a political sphere. This is a battle between good and evil, and we better get that through our heads. But um, we need to remember what happened. In fact, every school, uh, every news outlet should replay that what happened on 9-11 each and every morning so people don't forget and elect like these, these Muslim scumbags, uh, the squad, if you will, uh, in, into office. Not once, but twice. It blows, blows my mind. Absolutely blows my mind. 
And uh, that's what uh, they do. They infiltrate from within and then take over. And, uh, and we have seen not only this divide in our country between patriots and those who want socialism, between races, which uh, has been propagated by the progressive liberal left, uh, you know, the only thing that's going to heal our land, the only thing that's going to, uh, to, to make us whole again is Jesus Christ. See, we're dealing with, with, uh, with things of the heart. Uh, that is the essence of what's going on right now. And uh, if you if you want to solve crime rates, show them Jesus. If you want to slow murder rates, show them Jesus. If you want uh, juveniles uh, to be respectful, uh, to have a, a source of uh, uh, morality, show them Jesus. See, without God, there's no moral ground. And then, so what does it matter if you kill somebody or not? We have to have Christ, and we have to keep God first in this country. It is only God's holy hand that is preventing evil to be as bad as it could be. So when we look at the events, yes, we understand and see the tragedy of 9-11. We need to remember those who gave their lives, those who ran in to the fiery buildings and to the chaos and gave their lives. And it may not even have killed them that day. It may have killed them later on from cancer and, and, and uh, the things that they inhaled uh, later on. Uh, but, um, but then we can also see not beyond that, but the, the acts of heroism and those who lived and survived in insurmountable odds that otherwise they wouldn't have lived. Lives who were changed for the better. Those who uh, turned to God. We can see the positive aspects out of an evil event. So let us not forget what transpired on that day uh, 19 years ago. But let us remember the one who is in control, and that is God. We have nothing to fear as Christians, and so therefore we must speak boldly, must hold our heads high, and proclaim the name of Jesus everywhere that we go, and be the light in the world of darkness. Let us have a word of prayer. Now, Father, Lord, we thank you, we love you, and we praise you. Lord, thank you for your grace and your mercy. Uh, Lord, thank you uh, for the strength that you give us to overcome fear. Thank you, Lord Jesus, uh, for uh, always being in control, that you're sovereign. Help us, Lord, to serve you well, to keep our eyes focused on you, and not be swayed by culture and the things that we see in this world. Lord, for someone watching this morning that doesn't know you, let him pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Lord, be with our country. Lord, be with all the, the, the wives, husbands, children who had to deal with the severe loss of the, the tragic events 19 years ago. Be with them on this very somber day. Be with our nation. Heal this divide. Bring peace upon our land. Touch the hearts and minds of the people of this nation like never before. Let there be a revival, a Holy Spirit revival like one we have never seen. And people will come to know you as, your, as their Lord and King and Savior. And Lord, I pray for our sister in Christ, Kim Penix. Please be with her as she's healing from the surgery. Uh, Lord, pray to be with Wendy Lee. Bring healing upon her. Ronna Thelma Thompson. Roger Winters. Uh, Lord, I pray that uh, you'll be with uh, Troy and Ginger Hood and uh, Linda David Feathers. Uh, Lord, I pray that uh, you'll be with these uh, young men at Daniel Boone High School who's dealing with these uh, severe injuries that you bring healing upon them. Lord, I pray to be with our president. Give him the proper wisdom, knowledge, and discernment in this very tumultuous and difficult time in our nation. Lord, I pray protection about him and his family. And I pray that our election will be, uh, the results will be one that we can all rejoice in. Lord, we thank you, we love you, and we praise you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. At this time, my friends, normally um, we, um, 
uh, I'll usually close in um, uh, in sharing some other uh, ways to uh, watch these devotions each morning. Uh, but I think right now, uh, let's have a, a moment of silence uh, for a second uh, for uh, those that, um, uh, that perished uh, on this day 19 years ago. And let's just uh, bow our heads and just have a, a quick moment of silence if we may. Well, I hope everybody has a great day today, and I hope everybody has a fantabulous day. And like I tell you all each and every morning, and I hope you don't get tired of, of me uh, saying it, but uh, uh, hold on over here, let me get this brought up. But I hope you don't get tired of me saying it, but I hope you live each day as if it were your last, because one day it will be. Thanks for watching, and God bless. Shining sea from Detroit down to Houston.